Hello, I'm Robert Royal. I'm the editor-in-chief of The Catholic Thing, and these are The Catholic Thing podcast. This is a series of conversations we have with people who we think are interesting and hope that you'll find interesting as well. Today, we've got something that's quite a bit different than our usual fare. Uh, Most of the time, we're talking about controversies in the church or bishops being removed, even cardinals being removed, uh, disputes over doctrine, about authority, about conscience. And we thought that because we're getting into the Christmas season, this is the first week in Advent as we're taping, we thought we would do something a little bit more uplifting. Uh, We are going to be talking with Tom and Susan Egan in Florida, um, who are the organizers and the um, creators, I think we'll find out about this, of a Camino, of a pilgrimage in Florida. Now, I've written about this before, and I think that it's very important for the church not only to be engaged in controversies. So if we have, you know, a pro-life march or a political protest or, you know, whatever there, there might be, that's all well and good and needs to be done, of course. But we also need to be a kind of more normal presence, I think, in society. So I've noticed lately that there are processions and there are prayer vigils in public. We see them not only in the United States, but in Ireland and Spain. And I think this is all to the good. And one of the dimensions that I think is often overlooked, especially by us here in America, is the possibility of pilgrimages. Now, I wrote about this just about this time last year, December 2022, and I got a whole bunch of responses from people telling me about pilgrimages around the United States. And one of them was from Tom Egan, who's with us today, and saying that he had this wonderful Baby Steps Camino that goes from... um, Uh, Jacksonville, Florida, along the beach for 30 miles in three days to St. Augustine. So Tom and Susan, great to be with you. Um, I hope to be with you live or later later this week. Uh, Could you just tell us a bit about what the Camino is, how it got started, just some of those basic things just to inform our listeners and our viewers? Yes, well, wonderful. Thank you, Robert, for inviting us to come on and talk about something that we're very passionate about, which is pilgrimage. Um, the, the Baby Steps Camino pilgrimage started because of the experiences of my friend and fellow dame in the Order of Malta, Beth Gutman. She's a champion pilgrim, and she kept coming back with these wonderful experiences about her time on pilgrimage. And I, we thought we should do something locally for people who can't take six weeks off and walk across Northern Spain. So why don't we do something locally? And it just came about beautifully uh, because Our Lady had a hand in it. Right in our backyard is a national shrine, the National Shrine of Our Lady of Leche. And the destination was fixed immediately. That was an easy, an easy thing to decide. And so then we thought, well, how far can we push pilgrims each day? And we, we decided 10 miles per day was probably the maximum that we could do. So we just backed up from there. So in addition to having the shrine in our backyard, Florida also has the weather and the beaches. So who doesn't want to be in Florida in December? Uh, right. So we decided Advent was a beautiful time to have this pilgrimage in Florida. So how, long ago, how, how, long ago, how long ago did it start? We're in our seventh year this year. So we started out with about 27 pilgrims. 
originally we thought it might just be Tom and me and Beth and her husband, Bob, but it's grown now to over 400 pilgrims. So when we see you next week, you'll be one of a larger group. We'll be stomping up and down the beach. Yeah, I was shocked when I came down last year. I, did, I didn't know that it was going to be so large. And it's amazing to walk down the beach from Jacksonville towards St. Augustine to see hundreds of people just stretched out in front of you and people coming up and asking you, you know, what is this thing that you're doing? Um, they know that something is going on and to have that opportunity to talk about the faith and to be out there publicly on a beach, not particularly doing anything evangelical other than walking and other than being dedicated and being there with other people. It's, it's great. Can you tell us a bit about who are the kinds of people who show up for um, this Camino? Because I, I, I've done parts of the Camino in Spain and in Portugal. Um, I don't have a month or six weeks to, to walk across Spain. Someday in that far off future when I'm so-called retired, maybe I'll be able to do that. But um, who shows up? Is it mostly local people, uh, young, old? It'd be good to know a little bit about that as well. The vast majority of our pilgrims are local pilgrims as far as the Diocese of St. Augustine. Uh, but we get pilgrims from all over the state of Florida and even as far away as Washington, D.C. and New York and, and Colorado this year. We have a few pilgrims coming in from Colorado. So it's, but it's primarily local people. It's primarily Catholics, but it's not all Catholics. We want, it's a Catholic pilgrimage, but we want everyone to feel like they can come. We have a, a we've had some people who come with very specific intentions in visiting this shrine. Um, it's the shrine of Our Lady of La Leche, and it's well known for the miracles of um, conception and healthy childbirth. So we have some uh, Baby Steps Camino babies, well, women who come and pray on the pilgrimage and then come back the next year and bring their babies to show us. <laughs> but it's, it's a wide a yeah, it is a historic site too, isn't it? I, I was surprised. A, a priest took me around last year, and there's a big, tall cross. It's one of the first masses said by the Spaniards when they came to North America. It's, and it's of course beautiful in, in Saint Augustine, and you have a mass at the cathedral afterwards that makes it even more special that, with that spiritual connection. Uh, speaking of connections, as I understand it, and maybe. I don't know how far this has moved along, but I know we talked about this last year. You actually have a connection, Tom, with uh, the Camino in Compostela in Spain now. Is that correct? Yeah, I can. It's been some time in the making. Uh, Bob, the uh, cathedrals in Spain have been trying to enlist uh, others throughout the world to, to, to splice into the Camino experience. So they have assembled a Camino alliance with the Cathedral of Córdoba, the Cathedral of Santiago and the Cathedral of St. Augustine, Florida, as well as the Cathedral of Santiago in Chile and Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic. These are the core cathedrals involved in the Spanish uh, in, uh, incursion, I'll call it, into the Americas. And all these routes going from San Diego, California, up from Santiago, Chile, uh, all converge on St. Augustine and the Compostela has uh, deigned that St. Augustine is the embarkation point for the Americas for all the historic pilgrim routes to embark over to Spain and complete or endeavor to complete the Camino in Spain. So they've developed a credential that's just for the American routes. It's called the Camino de Unidad. And the first segment of it, providentially, is our little 30-mile 
walk in uh, Jacksonville. So the director of the Cathedral de Santiago Foundation and International Tourist Office has made plans to come and join us this year, this coming weekend, to walk this first segment of the official Camino de Santiago leg in America. And we just happen to be in the right place at the right time for that. It's wonderful because uh, as probably many of, of our viewers and listeners know, Compostela is the probably the most popular of the pilgrimage sites in Europe. I looked at some figures recently, and I think in the most recent year, 2022, they had almost a half million um, going to Compostela. And that's post-COVID, of course. It'll probably even grow more um, as things go along. But it's great to hear this because I think the concept of pilgrimage is something that Americans are attracted to. I, I meet a lot of Americans when I'm over at pilgrimages in Europe, but they're not as much aware that there are things like this going on in this country as well. And to be able to go um, along a beach in Florida, it's hot. I have to warn people who are going to be coming down. It's hot and it's uh, it's nice in, in December to have it hot, but to walk 10 miles on sand when it's hot um, is a bit penitential and uh, still uplifting of the spirit as well. So... Um, this is now part of what's becoming a global network of um, pilgrimages and other activities connected Compostela. Um, St. Augustine is going to be the center here in the United States. How can people find out more and uh, how do they register for the pilgrimage? Because you do like to have a list of who's going to be coming. There are buses that need to be arranged and, and what. So we have a website and it's easy to remember, babystepscamino.com. Uh, we also have Facebook and Instagram, but the website is really the best place to, to get all the information. Um, we do ask people to register and of course, registration is closed for, for next week's pilgrimage because um, we have to, as you said, plan for buses and vendors. And we do wanna keep it free of charge. So we'd have to, um, limit it a little bit by cutting off registration a little bit beforehand. But next year, the pilgrimage will be December 13th through 15th and registration opens in October. So they can go on the website and subscribe and be sure to get updates about registering for next year. We also offer uh, a Lenten Bambino Camino too. So just a little half day thing for people who don't feel like they can handle the, the three days and 30 miles. So, and how far is that shorter Lenten Camino then? Uh, the Lenten Camino is about five miles and we do it just in half a day. And of course, our destination is always the shrine. So we come right back to the shrine. And again, trying to offer some opportunity for people to have a spiritual experience in Advent and in Lent, a little bit of penitence, as you say, a little bit of penance and um and then, of course, some spiritual growth, hopefully, as well. We've, we're always led by a, an event chaplain. So we have a chaplain who's in charge of the spiritual uh, spirituality of the weekend. And this year, it's our local pastor and the rector of the cathedral in St. Augustine, Father John Titlow. Yeah. Well, listen, that's all we have time for today. Um, I want to just repeat that I think this is absolutely wonderful what you're doing, that it's it's so important that there just be kind of a presence of Catholicism out there, that the, you know, the, the controversies 
have to be uh, entered into. We want we want to be able to do that, but also to be kind of at ease in America and, and in public being Catholics and not even trying to witness so much as to be Catholic and, and to find people curious about what it is that we're doing. I think that's another dimension of what it means to be a public Catholic these days in the United States that we all ought to take seriously. So those of you who are listening or watching, um, I, my staff has been compiling because what the minute you tell people that, that, that you're interested in pilgrimages, people start to tell you about pilgrimages all over the country. My staff has been com compiling a list of various pilgrimages around the country, and we're hope hoping to be able to put that online before long as well. So thank you, Tom. Thank you, Susan, for what you're doing, and thank you for your, your time today. And thank all of you who are watching or listening, and we'll see you again next time.